Sweet. You mother. <laughs> what is up, bums? Hope you guys are doing all right. You know, I'm sorry to say, me and Eddie, we've been busy. We've been traveling. A lot's been going on for us personally. And that is why, you know, it's probably taking us a little bit longer than we even we would like to get you an episode. But we got you right now. Today, me and Eddie, you know, oh, before we get to that, I'm stumbling already. We'll talk about that too. Um, please check out our Instagram bums. T-H-E-B-U underscore M-S. Check out our website, www.strugglingbums.com. But we're going to bring you this episode, a little life update on me and Eddie. And we're just going to kind of shoot the shit and uh, have just a great conversation and all that good stuff. I don't think this episode will be too horribly long. But uh, yeah, we wanted to get something out for you guys because we haven't posted anything in a little bit. But Eddie, how, how have you been, man? We... We got to saw each other, see each other in person almost a week ago. Kind of crazy how time flies. But how are you doing? Oh fuck yeah, you know dude! I, mean? I a week ago I was packing. Wow. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? uh, yeah. Doing good, man. I mean, yeah. I honestly still feel like I'm recovering from the trip. I'm pretty tired. Still, not Me gonna too. lie. Me, <laughs> and I'm like hungry, so, bro. Dude, like, so, yeah, so that trip for me it was a little different than you because, like, I had to leave super early. So part of the problem whenever I go to Oregon is I have three options. I can leave super early from Eugene. I can leave super late from Eugene. Or I can drive up to Portland and still leave super early or late. Um, but, yeah, my options were my, fl- my flight could either board at 4.50 to Dallas or you get one that boards at, like, 7.50. A.M. So 4.50 a.m. or 7.50 p.m. or a.m.? Yeah, p.m. That was like it was yeah. either the first flight or the last flight, and it's like, what am I gonna do all day? Because you guys all left by like eleven ish, you know. But unfortunately, I have to leave in the middle of the night. Shout out to all the homies that stayed just stayed up with me. They were just like, you know what? Why even go to sleep at this point? Um, but yeah, dude, I almost didn't make it because like I I scheduled an Uber a lift. And it went to the wrong address. So I had to schedule another lift. Guess how much it cost me to go from our Airbnb to the ho- to the air- the airport? Guess. $65. $75, dude. Oh, I, I was, was close. Hot. I was hot, bro. And he was like, there, he was like, yeah, I'm like the last guy working. We've been, He's like, I've been going all day since USC fans uh, came in. So, yeah, that's why the rate was so high. I was so oh, yeah, That makes sense. I mean, yeah. I mean, it sucks that that guy missed, though. Like, he pulled the blade. He went to the wrong house. Yeah, I know. It's like, you hate to see it. But, but yeah, and then waiting at that airport, dude, it was just, it was those, dude, I ran into those USC fans that were sitting in front of us. Oh, did you? Yeah, dude, I talked to them for a little bit. They were so nice. Those guys were so cool. Hold on, just a, yeah, little, little uh, context for this. Uh, Where we sat, uh, it was a few of us, um, but specifically myself, and then Bryce was on my right, and Jared was on my left, and in front of us were four friends. Now, one of them was an Oregon fan, and I assume he must have gotten UO. You might know better than me. Yeah, and I then his other three buddies <laughs> were USC guys, but the two guys, two of the guys were like big USC fans, like yeah. full-dressed, red, USC hat. Over there. One of the guys had like red hair dye in his hair. Who's um, they were awesome though. They we had a great time talking with them. You know, they talk shit, we talk shit. Uh we uh bonded over Nick A thirty or Coach A thirty. Yeah. Uh, for those that don't know, look him up. He always talks about I'm not an athlete, piss down my leg. <laughs> Davis <laughs> just shit wow, like that. So big. <laughs> yeah. Moment too big, piss down my leg. <laughs> 
Um, yeah. But yeah, that's cool. You ran into them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were so nice, and they were same problem, just trying to get back home. Because if you remember, all those guys were from like out of state, New York, yeah. and like all over the place. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, that was kind of my trip. Got slept the entire flight, dude. I literally that's sat good. in my seat, put my headphones on, and I woke up when the flight when the guy next to me was like, "Hey, we're we're about to like go," and I was like, "Oh shit." That was nice. Yeah. Get ready to sleep through four and a half hours. It was flight. a long day, bro. We were up. You were up from like nine a.m. ish Pacific oh, time. Maybe Which, yeah, earlier till. I think 4, I 50, went, 5 a.m. I think I slept like six hours and four within forty eight hours is what I remember. Yeah, doing the math, yeah. something no, like bro. that. I was crazy. Yeah, I was just yeah. Oh, On dude, top of that, I, you got pretty pretty tipsy and then went to yeah. the game. Sobered I felt up pretty sober, though, after... No, no, yeah, yeah, because you stopped drinking after a while, but... Yeah. yeah, well, and I think, too, you know, some of our friends being around sobered me up, because I was like... I think when you get a little uh, agitated with certain situations, like, sometimes alcohol, you, you wake up a little bit, we'll just call it that. Yeah. But no, dude, I mean, get the drive back was... Mid- that was probably the worst, dude. I was so tired. I, I had the windows down, I had the AC going, I was... Any sunflower seeds? No, I had to take my mom's car because I don't know where my spare keys are for my car. So she oh, dropped her Bryce. car at the airport off. Or bumming, man. Dude, it was a bumming moment. But I made it back. I, I like, I should have got a Red Bull from the airport is what I really should like to power through. But I got home, dude. And, like, let's see, I threw my stuff in the washer. And then, like, I took a nap from, like, 4 to, like, 10. And that was horrible. But I shit, you know, I went to bed back at midnight. I was out, bro. I was, I was, that was my experience. What about you, man? Because I remember you got it. You sent me a text when you got home. It yeah. was fairly late because you were yeah, like, oh, we left late. So basically, okay. um, everyone, pretty much everyone else, uh, we had Airbnb left around the same time. And like, we wanted, we didn't want to leave, be the first one to leave because the place was in the name of like, you know, Jack and Sarah. Well, yeah. actually, it wasn't Jack and Sarah. Jack was. We didn't leave it dirty though. Us. I mean, it was no, 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 no. It was clean. I, I'm making a joke because everyone. Jack kept saying, "Oh, it's in my name. It's in my name." So we didn't do anything. <laughs> but it wasn't his name, anyways. Uh, yeah. So we want to be the last ones to leave. We cleaned up the place and stuff, threw shit away. Um, and we all left, and pretty much everyone like I thought we were just gonna get like some food real quick, and then like some guy, some of the people wanted to go to Nike, the Nike store, check it out. Um, because they redid the whole end at the fifth. Yeah, oh, I've been there. So they, hadn't, they hadn't been yet, so they wanted to check it out and then go to the yeah. Nike store. So I was like, all right, like, I don't care, bro. Like, let's do it. Um, went, got food uh, in that little area, and then just took off. I got a pullover, bro, because I lost my really nice duck pullover when I was a junior in college, I guess. I don't remember when I lost it, but yeah. pretty nice. Um, and then we went. So we left, like, at like 1140, almost noon, we finally took off. Uh, so it was definitely later than we wanted to go. Um, but I mean, I didn't mind. Got to hang out with everyone for a little bit longer. It's whatever. Uh, so we went, uh, we stopped for like lunch at Burger King, which is actually pretty good. And yeah, it ended up being a little bit later and you know, they dropped me off eventually. And then they went on and to go home and yeah, I mean, it's pretty, really smooth trip, honestly. Cause they're what, like 45 to an hour out of, it's like kind of, yeah, they're anywhere between 35 to like, I mean, an hour and a half, there's like a lot of traffic, but. At that time, it was probably only like a 35-minute drive. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's always the – I think driving back is worse because you got to be awake. You got to be attentive. Yeah. I don't know. Flying, though, it's like, dude, 
We should do well, an episode. Of- an hour and 20 minutes, maybe less. Oh, really? Damn. Yeah. We should yeah. do an episode sometime like flight etiquette. Because holy shit, man. Some of the people on my flight, I feel always so bad for the people that like, they're always trying to make connections. Like it always happens at Dallas too. It seems like the flights always get in late, you know, but there's these, not even elderly. There's just these people that are just taking their time, getting out of their seats. Like, no reason like, for you to be doing that. Yeah. No reason. They're like struggling to get their luggage out. They don't want to ask for help or they're just doing all this extra shit. And it's like, there are people that are going to miss their flight. I think yeah. there should be like a rule when you're flying air- on airplanes that it's like, if you have a tight connection, you can get off the plane first. And then there's everybody been a times uh, that I've been on plane flights where uh, they're like, Oh, if you have a connecting flight to this flight, Everyone else stay seated. You guys go or something like that. That's cool. I haven't uh, seen been a that. couple times that this happened. Yeah, pretty sure. Damn, that's crazy. Well, again, glad you uh, made it back safely. But how was it getting there? How was the drive up from uh, SF? To- not as bad as I thought it would be. I was definitely hella stressing because I wasn't sure I was gonna be able to handle the trip or not. Um, and I was having major physical symptoms of anxiety, if you will, throughout that whole week. And then packed. Uh, my brother wanted to finish watching Loki, so I was like, let me wait. Let me finish packing, and then let's watch Loki. So finish packing, <laughs> watch the season finale of Loki, and then went to bed. Um, and then I woke up at like 5.50. I woke up before my alarm. Of course, that usually happens yeah. whenever I'm like stressed about something. Then, But it was a really smooth ride. Got in the car. They picked me up. It was cool as shit, but it didn't take super long. And then we met you guys at uh, uh, Rennie's. So, okay. All right. Yeah. It was smooth. Is there anything, do you want to talk more about maybe why you were like stressing coming on the Yeah, I mean, I hadn't, so last time I went to Eugene was in April for a coaching camp and I was telling them, I was fighting my demons, like straight up, I like truly extreme, like I had such severe anxiety on the plane flight, Uh, I had anxiety that night, the next morning, going to the facility at Eugene, Um, it was like all the trauma that I had dealt with. Just all came back to me. I was able to deal with it um, and meet up with meet some really cool new people, and then meet up with some previous people that I knew there. Uh, had a great interaction with the tight end coach, uh, Maringer there, and I got to tell Bryce and Joey and Jared a lot about you know how much I believe in him. Uh, got to hear from our new co DC. Big reason I'm a huge believer in him as well as part of the staff and what he was able to do at Tulane. Um, got to hear some funny stories from. I mean. Basically, for those that don't know, it's like uh, they I don't know if they've done this in the past, but I guess since Lanny's been here, they've been doing it where they hold a coaching clinic. And it's like just one weekend where they have like a spring practice or two. Um, they invite coaches from all over to come out and you get to go early, watch their practice, sit in on meetings, uh, break, have a bunch of talks from a bunch of different coaches. Like they flew in uh uh, the new OC for the Chargers. They flew in Brandon Staley, who's their head coach, right? Like they flew in the special uh, special teams coach from Dallas. Uh, they brought in like one of the O-lineman coaches who was like, he's like one of the oldest coaches in the NFL right now from the Bucks, but he might be on the Chiefs right now. I kind of forget. Uh, who else did they bring? Um, a couple other people. They brought out all the previous Oregon coaches, Mike Belodi and all those guys, legends. Um, so it was really cool experience. Um, and then at the end of the, one of the nights, bro, we, we, they gave us beer. We were in the HTC just fucking drinking beers in the position room. So I got to like kick back with the tight end coach and he was just cracking up in a cold one with that. Uh, what type it of was beer the best. 
type of music? Uh, they had like Coors and a couple oh, others. Man. I forget what they had. Right. But yeah, it was funny, bro. I was that's like, awesome. damn, that's crazy. And he, okay, so for those that don't know, um, Willie Taggart was the head coach for Oregon for about a year. Um, and it was just chaos. Uh, we've hinted at it a couple times, but basically, this tight end coach had coached with him a couple years ago. Um, and so one of the people that was in the group knew that. Um, and so he, who was a previous athlete at Oregon, um, and I was a coach elsewhere, was like, you want to tell us about your experience with Coach Taggart? And, you know, Coach Maringer was like, let me get another beer for that, and then I'll I'll get into that. And he, like, literally walked out the fucking room, like, went to the bathroom and came back with another beer just to talk about that experience, which is wild. So uh, it was really cool, but, I mean, it, it took me a lot to do that. So basically coming back to the reason we even started this um, tangent was, so, yeah, I was definitely nervous about this trip. Um, I had missed a trip to Chico with some of my friends because – a, I was nervous, but B, I, dude, I got such a fat migraine and I took on medication so late. I was sick for like two days um, and I wasn't able to make it out with them. So I was definitely not sure how this trip was going to go for me, how I was going to handle it, if I was going to be able to go to the game or not, all that stuff. But it ended up being okay. Made it to the game. Um, had a great time. Really glad we, you know, I, I don't want to say we beat the shit out of USC, but we definitely dominated them for four quarters, 100%. Oh, wow. um, but yeah. Yeah. You know, for, I I brought this up because I wanted to say like super proud of you, Eddie. I mean, maybe it didn't show for me and another bum that worked on staff there, but like the first time we went back, it was really similar. I mean, there's just, I mean, people that don't understand me and you and another person why we talk so much shit on Oregon football. Maybe not. We don't. It's not obviously Dan Lanning, but past coaches. Yeah, yeah previous. It's yeah. just. We'll we'll do an episode and we'll talk about it to as best we can without like really just saying too much crazy stuff. But you know, there's just a lot of bad things that happen to really good people and so unnecessary things that happen repeatedly. You know, it was just a really t hard time to be an Oregon more than an Oregon fan. You know, like work for the team. It was probably one probably the worst in program history. I I would probably argue that that stint you know that the three of us shared was was it was pretty awful i mean we saw the twitter I'm glad we didn't i'm glad we weren't there when dagger was there bro i think i'll say I mean, that you you weren't i mean i was there I, you were there at the end right no i was there for the whole thing Start yeah i was even more for you yeah so bad. yeah i heard the horror um, stories not just from you funny. but from the other interns yeah Oh, dude, that's why uh, there was a lot of open positions, respectfully. <laughs> we'll just say that. Um, but, you know, it's funny because it's like you look back and you're like, you you know, I think you get two decisions. You can either laugh about things, you can cry about things. And, you know, I guess there's others. But, you know, we choose to laugh about a lot of it, you know, because I think a lot of it was just so painful. And it gets easier time, you know, and knowing that, Dan Lanning's in there and that he runs things almost completely opposite of what we went from makes it easier. But I'll be the first to say, and like I've told guys I've worked with and other people, like I was cheering against the Oregon Ducks. Like there was a time where like I did not like the Oregon Ducks. I didn't cheer for them. Probably cheered against them. I'm not gonna confirm or deny that, but you know, there's just it was just really tough. And like the first yeah. time I went back, like I there I may have may not have been cheering for the other team. It was just you can love something, but there's another person I think if there's you can run you can love an organization, 
But if it's being run in such a way that it's just everything that go you go against, it can be very, very difficult to still support that organization and still lose the ground. We can you know, mention the United States in general. So Yeah, and then too, it's like going to places of trauma. I mean, when you yeah, suffer yeah. physical, mental, and emotional trauma in an area, it can be triggering to go back to that same area because I think your body is still holding on to, you know, from the physical standpoint, it's just like, is this still going to happen? You know yeah. I mean? it's like there's in that back of the mind question. So, I mean... I, I, you know, I think I like to think I understood, you know, a lot of the issues you were having from at least that. I think if our entire friend group, it probably would be you yeah. and Jared and, and, and then a few of the other guys. Too, yeah, yeah a few of the other tough. guys. He's too tough yeah. to, um, you know, because there's a lot of guys that I think would have. He expresses you know, like, it in other ways to say the yeah, least. Yeah, he expresses it in other ways. There's a lot of guys that it's like, they're like, oh, I, you know, I'd love the Oregon Ducks. And I wanted to work. I would have worked for him. But it's like, you know what? It's one of those things where you didn't. You don't know unless you were there. You don't know exactly what we're talking about, and because we're stand-up people, we're not going to exactly air. You know, and I think the difference too. We've said it before, but I'll say it again, just for people to know. the The thing is, it's not that we were afraid to work that hard. Trust me, I would have been fine working that hard. That oh, was the grind. Was, the grind it's just fun. Yeah, it's just the people that you end up, the decisions made by higher ups that end up affecting your job. It eventually becomes too much in the long run, basically. Yeah. Um, and that's what we experienced a lot of, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, we both it. are down for the grind, honestly. Oh yeah. I mean, we both survived fall camp. So if you survive fall camp, you <laughs> let me tell you this: you work for an equipment staff and you survive fall camp, you're yeah, in. For you guys, especially, you're man. In. Yeah, bro. I oh, mean, you're not much better. You know, eh, it's better. It's not as physically demanding. I think. And that's something that makes a big difference. But I, I get what you're saying. No, for sure. Yeah. Uh, it was when you, you you were a manager for a little bit. You just didn't know it. <laughs> I, bro, actually, I had to do both jobs until they said yes. you can't touch footballs no more. Working two jobs. I had to watch you time. fail, bro. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> uh, you ever get put in a situation, Bums, where you're told you have to succeed, but there is actually no way, even if you do everything right, you will succeed? Yeah, that, that was like every day. <laughs> And then I have to watch him basically fail. Yeah, yeah. And do nothing about it. It's crazy. Drag his face across glass and cheer him <laughs> <Yeah>. up. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, that's why it's like, that's why I always like to think, uh, not that we've ever, like, really served in the military, but it's like that notion of, like, you know. Uh, building friendship, brotherhood. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You know, not the same, but semi-comparable on a smaller scale. Now you take that, what we went through to a, you know, t 10 times, then we might be start talking and be like, I get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. but yeah, I mean, that's why I just, you know, I think it, but I do think it gets easier to go every year. And oh, I it did. I mean, this was a lot easier. It was still hard, but it was easier than yeah. last time for sure. So that was yeah. already progress. So I, I was it you easier know, for you this time? Kind of yeah. seemed like it was. It was. I, I mean, but this is my third time back too. And yeah. You know, uh, I think it's one of those things that it, it'll always bother me. I think uh, until there's a time machine or I don't know. I, I hate to be, I hate to say, like, I'd love a formal apology, but I think for me, in all fairness, Eddie, is like last year I got separated from the group and went on to where the team through the tunnel and I got to dap up Dan Lanning and kind of having that experience. I mean, that was. 
that was more love and compassion than I got in three and a half years working for staff. So that, that helped me a lot. I, you know, and obviously that's from like a fan side, but again, getting to talk to people that aren't are on staff and hearing how he treats everybody individually. And even like when we went to the DAF, which is the basically ticket people, you know, their stories about how they got treated by past coaches and then how Dan Lang complete opposite. I mean, for people that want to know what a leader is really like, ask the people that they help, but they don't have to. Yeah. You know? I'll, I'll even add to that, bro. The people that are currently living in the, the bunker, one of them yeah. was on strength staff towards oh, the really? end of Cristobal's. Yeah. And even she was just like, yeah, this God. is so much better. This Dude. is so much better. And I'm it's, like, yeah, it's so <laughs> it is, man. You know, and I think that's funny too. When we, talk to the players obviously we've only had one on the pod but when you talk to other guys you you just you bring up certain names or you start talking about a head coach and they get that look in their eye everybody knows i mean and it's and i think it's maybe easier for them because you know some of those guys they did go on to win the rose bowl and they did go on to win a pactual championship actually too and have success at oregon but at the same time i think if you really talk to them you know, even they would admit the back of their mind. Yeah. there were issues. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. And it's like, you know, like a small story. It's just like small things. Like there were days like we didn't get fed because certain members of staff ate more food than they should have. Or they that took food. Or yeah. there wasn't enough purchased for, you know, exterior staff. And it's just stuff like that, man. It's like when you're working almost like – I don't know, 18 hour days, 17 hour days. It's like a meal is, is a big deal. Like it's the morale and it's just, you know, it just shows that you care and it shows when you don't, when you eat too much that your people don't eat. It's just like the disrespect and the, I don't give a fuck about you. You know, it's easy to grind when people care. It's hard to grind when it's like, yeah, we don't give a shit what you do. Yeah. Like, Pretty sure. Simon Sinek. 80 hour weeks. Yeah. We don't give a fuck about that. Yeah. But yeah, pretty sure but, Simon yeah. Sinek wrote a book about leaders eat last. By the way, for a reason. Yeah, yeah dude. I mean, <laughs> if you guys don't know who now, he is, go look up Simon Sinek. S I N E K. Great guy. I don't know if we told the story on here. There's a story with Will. I'll let next time we have him on. I'll let him say it. But let's just say he made sure that some leaders ate first, and we hate. Oh my gosh, I love that story. Uh, I do want to get to the positives, though. I want to get to the positives yeah, yeah. Uh, from so, the weekend. I, there's a lot yeah. of good people we got to see, uh, whether dude. intentionally or unintentionally. Dude, yeah. Um, it was dude, awesome. To, the pod, too. Yeah, it was awesome to have uh, Davis, see, who's been on the Davis. podcast before. Uh, um, we ran into him Harry, when we were at the bars. Uh, Kendall. Who? Oh, yeah, Harry, Carrie and Kendall, the Fox sisters were on, who have been on here a couple of times. Uh, Bryce got to hang out with them. Jack. Um. Yeah, yeah. Our group, obviously. But, our group uh, got to see a guy we haven't we haven't talked to in like three years who we played football with oh, uh, for a while. And, uh, Carter. Yeah, they were there too, but he yep. wasn't. I didn't see him, man. Okay, I wish. I did. Me and Jared did. Oh, oh, did you? That's awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. He didn't we tell saw me that him, uh, Thursday night. Yeah, Thursday night. Oh, lit, lit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Braden, oh, who? who was talking about racing. Unfortunately, yes. I tried to meet up with him. <sighs> Didn't work out. Uh, <laughs> just missed him like that. I saw one of the other guys that was on the team. Um, got to say hi to him. That was awesome. But uh, yeah. Cooper, who's been on the show, I think the most of all of our guests. 
Easily. It was awesome hanging out with him. Uh, we got to see one of our other buddies that was on our IM team and yeah. on EQ with us too. Uh, yeah. hadn't seen him in a long time. So Dude. it was really cool to Shout be out around these people. Huh? And and that's Young Buck. Or yeah. I guess we can't call him that anymore since he's like 25, but fuck it. He'll always be Young Buck to me. Love that kid. Yeah. Love that guy. Yeah. And that's where it's like, that's where I think I found resolution in coming back to Oregon Eddie because it's just like Duck Games, you don't even think about all the people you knew in college and were friends with, whether super strong connections or not. And Duck Games always, people always come out. And it's so bad that like we never know who, but it's always so cool whenever you go to a duck game and you, you start seeing your old friends and like, it's just, it's really cool. Like yeah. that's something that was really healing for me. And, you know, at the end of the day, I still love being an Oregon duck and like, I have to work on not letting other people, you know, have that power over me on taking away something I love, but easier said than done. But also I really like too. I think this time around, I really enjoyed how I really liked the, uh, We'll just call it the hybridity. I don't know the balance of going out to the bars and oh, kicking yeah, yeah. it versus we, staying at the house and doing other wild things. I thought it was really well balanced. We talked about that on the car ride back, by the way. And really? I was like, I but remember we talked about. It, I'm like, I'm really glad that we got there a day late. That way, you and the other two, yeah, Tweedledee, Tweedledum, and Tweedledoo could go fucking have a great time and yeah. do your guys' thing. And then, then when we were together. We could do our thing and kind of go from there. Yeah. So I think that really did work out. You're right. And like, I thought it was funny how it worked out. Like, you know, when we went after the beer sign, you guys went back, me and another dude, we went out. I got to blow off the steam. I wanted, I got to do what I wanted to. And eventually I came back before midnight and then we still were doing yeah, three, we're fucking, stuff, like, yeah. three in the morning. So like, <laughs> I mean, it worked out. Yeah, no, it was a lot better. Out, it was a lot man. better. Yeah. Uh, Even got to meet some new people that, I mean, I had never met. Um, no, me either. That's yeah, so it was cool hanging out with them as well. Dude, um, they definitely it. brought some good vibes too. But yeah, yeah. I think uh, just real quick too, appreciate seeing everyone, even for those that I saw that maybe Bryce didn't or Bryce saw that I didn't. Appreciate being able to say hi and hang out even for a little bit um, and be back at a duck game. Yeah, anybody that listens to this and we missed you, like hit us up, man. We're so sorry. Like, I mean, I think the one thing we could have done better in hindsight, wish I would have been it. maybe a little. Yeah, announce it. Yeah, I think yeah. we could have. And two, I wish, ah, uh, I wish there was a way to get like everyone to meet up at one spot. You know what I mean? Like that was the hard coordinating is so tough because yeah. not a lot of big bar scene in Eugene, but people are tailgating, people are going to Rennie's, people are going to Webfoot, people are going to Fathoms, people are, people are doing all this stuff, and like even two hours worth, it takes time to get from each location and to pinpoint to meet with this person to stay with your group to you know what i mean like all that was i found fairly difficult you know yeah. and i just d wish we found a better way to maybe make that work better for ourselves yeah. but you know lesson for the future of course yeah definitely we'll still too, grateful to the people we did see honestly yeah and, and in all fairness too as much as we plan this trip in the future we didn't really plan no as God, well no. as we this <laughs> no. was by the shoot <laughs> Hey, Dude, I people that, like thought we had this well planned. We did not, man. No, we just had Airbnb, and we just knew we were... like a week before. Yeah, He's like, hey, I was gonna be this. <laughs> well, okay, I thought people knew because I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna ride with him up there, and then yeah. we had to change our plans. But like, 
com. But yeah, and then I have my girlfriend asking, oh yeah, like, so what's your guys' plan? And I'm like, uh, I don't even know where we're staying. I'm not going to yeah. lie to you right now. I haven't even looked at it. My uh, mom I, think moving Friday. I said, Jared and Eddie, and I don't know who else. <laughs> Uh, such a guy thing. Such a guy yeah, thing. It was, it Even was. though it's technically planned by uh, women. <laughs> no. The women of the bombs. Yeah, no. Yeah. That's what happens to be last minute plan, bro, for real. Yeah. Um, but no, it was a great time, dude. Uh, great great to be back in Austin. We were at the game with the fifth highest attendance in Austin history. Um, that was you could cool. feel it, too. Oh, my dude, God. Could you feel the it? The energy was good. Wow, the it's gas, awesome, man. Bro. We it's had that awesome. juice go. Dude, I was living. Well, I was living for two reasons, but I was living happy because Autumn was popping. That might have been the best energy I've ever felt inside the stadium. That game was electric, even though yeah. it was, I mean, it was, it was. You the only better one I could say was the 2020 Rose Bowl, but like, even then it was like uh, what, yeah. 40, 60 skewed actually for uh, Wisconsin or, or uh, it was like 30. 535 and whatever was left were just a mix of people that just wanted to go to the Rose Bowl game. I think for me, I think I've been thinking about this and I think what it is is like cuz I kind of felt the same way about the 2014 well, actually technically 2015 Rose Bowl. Championship, yeah. Yeah, I think it's when two great teams play each other, but you know your side's just a little bit better. Like you got that feeling you're going to win, but at the same time you're playing great competition. You know? Yeah. And it's like, not that USC's ranked or anything, but we knew Caleb Williams was going to come in and give our defense a hard, a very hard time. Caleb and Williams, was, he's, yeah, he's not, like, we're going to chant overrated, of course, uh, yeah. because on, we don't baby, like him. Yeah, exactly, cry on. But Ugh. he's still really good. Yeah. And it showed. We we contained him well. We had a great plan for him, but he still popped off for plays here and there. Like, it was going right. to happen. Yeah. yeah. And I mean – if anybody that's watched that game, like Eddie said earlier, we dominated. We just penalties, man. We had like 120 yards in penalties, Eddie. Yes, which was it's so atrocious. bad. And it was on, and a lot of them were on offense on like false starts and shit like that. And that was kind of pissing me off because we had Austin at like 110 decibels at certain yeah. points throughout the day, and did not incur a single false start against uh, USC. Well, I'm gonna argue something on the rest, so I feel like there is some bullshit going on there. They and- were specifically you called it too you and joey both told me the pi um by was it treshawn um number zero it was like down the it was like a down the field shot oh yeah it was clearly it clearly wasn't a pi but i don't know there i don't know and then too like it seemed like our defense never got any holds called and i felt like i was watching brandon doors just get held all day long but that's pack twelve for you. That's what it is. Yeah, I think the one thing that was cool was and it's something I learned from uh, twenty twenty Rose Bowl. Uh, after shout, you can just feel something's gonna happen. And, yeah. uh, and for those that don't know, I I honestly would still argue that it was such a close game. Any one thing could have tipped the, the scales. We played shout at the end of the third at the end of the third quarter, and at that fourth quarter, I think we scored that last touchdown. Herbert had that last long run, yep. And it was like right. I'm like, dude, we're gonna win this game. Yeah. And so for this game, it was like twenty seven to or twenty six to like ten or something like that at the time. I forget what the score was. Yeah. And we had just finished shout, and I like turned to Jared. I'm like, we're gonna score. And I turned to you and Joey. I'm like, we're gonna score on this yeah. next play. 
Oh it yeah, like a, uh, it was like a uh, an outside zone to fucking. Uh, or was a toss yeah. play to uh, Bucky? Yeah, and he he just, and I'm like, I told you, bro. Ran down the lane, man. It was so you, smooth. Man. I told it you, great so blocking, smooth. great concepts, a whole thing. Jared picked me up and hoisted me oh, up, dude. bro. I know that was so funny. when he did that, I caught the back of your foot. Oh, sorry, that man. Was all, oh, man, that was all night. Nice. to pick that him up. The, next time, I'm getting three seats for myself to, play, to keep space between everybody next to me because I took so many fucking elbows, punches, kicks, got took a thigh to the face. I mean, every time the people to my right celebrated, I was like, fuck. Like I almost wish Oregon didn't score because they were just going so ballistic that yeah they were throwing elbows. Luckily, I ate most of them and not the people in front of us. Yeah, you know, something I kept thinking about was like because I saw another fight, NFL fight, and I was like, yeah, I see how they happen now because yeah, that shit it happens. Yeah. If if I was at a USC game and I was upset and I caught an elbow like that to the back of the head, like I would start to think a little different. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Thank God sight. the guys in front of us were cool, but the guy behind us, you know what I'm talking about, he oh, was dude. he was pissed. And yeah. Like had they yeah, hit him? kept wanting to yeah. go at him. Yeah, that yeah. shit was funny. Yeah. Crying, but yeah, I, but Crying, nonetheless, baby. great game, great time. But I'm curious, you know, as we kind of get to the end of this, because we've already gone farther than I thought. Any yeah. what's been going on? What's like future plans for you, Eddie? Because yeah, you're yeah. coming uh, to your season or you're already there. Yeah, so I uh we finished our season uh two weeks ago. So the Friday before we went, uh I had my last game. We won we won twenty one zero. Uh got to get everyone in. Uh really proud of how my players played, especially my uh backups that didn't get to play have as much time throughout the year. They did a fantastic job. Um, and yeah, so I, I'm kind of just vibing right now. And at the end of this month, start of December, I'll probably text people I know, uh, let them, and just kind of be like, Hey, if there's any jobs at like an analyst and below position, just let me know. You know, I'm not looking to yeah. be something huge right now. I need to work my way up. Um, and then just start applying is kind of the plan. But in the meantime, I'm kind of just chilling, dude. So I'm, yeah. this week, uh, gonna, uh, have my banquet Friday tomorrow. Oh, uh, recording awesome. this on a Thursday. Uh, gonna try and golf next week. Hang out with my girlfriend. Have a good Thanksgiving. You know, uh, oh, yeah. a year ago at this time we were watching the World Cup. So I wish that was still going. I wish we could have World Cup every fucking year, bro. But uh, yeah, I mean that's basically all I've got going on at the moment. Um, and then hopefully try to get some blog posts out. You know, get this working. I have time. So okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh and uh, you know, I if Nathaniel listens to the episode. I'm back on the Pokemon grind. Even Blade was a bit oh. jealous. He. He's like, Eddie, you should have told me I would have brought hard gold. So I'm on that grind right now, low key. Um, oh, my yeah. sweet. Damn. I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. What about you? Well, uh, trying as optimistically as I can put it, uh, going through the grinder at grad school. So that whole week before you guys got there, I wrote this gigantic paper um, that's actually due Saturday night. Um, if I don't pat, if I don't get a 70 or higher, I fail the whole class and have to restart. So hopefully that goes well. This is your capstone class, right? It is capstone. Yeah. yeah so okay. Yeah. The thing I don't love about it is I have three, I have a present group presentation, a gigantic test and this gigantic paper. And I have to get a 70 or higher on all three of them, or I automatically fell out of the course, which 
hate that because I'm not the strongest test taker. But um, mainly just preparing for that has been what I've been really doing. I'm taking that test Sunday, so uh, please don't call me. No, <laughs> but seriously. Um, but at least, but yeah, I mean, kind of just waiting for grades and stuff like that. But just getting ready to graduate. I graduate, for the bums that don't know, I graduate December 15th at uh, the Lloyd Noble Center in Norman, Oklahoma. If you listen, feel free to come through and shout me out. Um, if not, please don't boo. Let's get him <laughs> evicted. Yeah. From you know, my you mom's know. house. Yeah. No, um, but kind of getting ready for that, you know, as Eddie knows, one thing that's always bothered me is I never got to walk in graduation. So I'm pretty, pretty stoked to go get my master's and walk with it. Um, for that, uh, again, not, I think it's just life, but I've been applying to a whole bunch of jobs, right? As of today, well, as of a couple hours ago, I applied to about 25 jobs and I'd only heard back from three and all three were no's, um, which kind of sucks, you know, but I mean, I think that's also part of it. And so I could have been really sad about it or I could have done something about it. And so what I do, I applied to 15 more jobs today because I was like, fuck it, we're going to keep trying. So, I mean... If you're hiring and you want to pay me more than like $60,000, uh, I'll do anything. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm just a, like kind of Eddie in a similar stance, applying for jobs, really looking to start a career, not a job, I should say. And I don't know, like part of me is like in this ever looming circle of like, I want to get what I feel like I'm worth to a certain extent. But I also understand that I lack experience because I've been in grad school this whole time and college. Um, so I don't know, kind of finding that balance and plus two, trying to find somewhere I want to live. And if I haven't said enough, like I don't really love living in Oklahoma for multiple reasons. A huge one is travel. It makes it I just feel like if I lived somewhere way closer, like I could come see my friends. But like I think as everybody that's ever talked to me about it knows, like it it's really hard for me to get anywhere to the west coast it's hard you know it takes everything out to get to nashville within like a reasonable amount of time it's just oklahoma's just not really close to anything especially near any of my friends so it's like you know it's really big on me to get a job somewhere i want to live so yeah but yeah i mean that's kind of the update uh have no fear bums i'm still you know i'm a little more negative based person but i still feel pretty positive i mean there's so many new jobs coming up every day and you know, something's on the hit. I still got a ton of time only in November. So yeah, for um, sure. But yeah, the man, life. the life dude, it's hard to be a young adult male out here. Sometimes the world's a crazy place. We'll talk about it more in future episodes. We're going to try to start a, Doing more current events. You know, a lot of yeah, our... we're gonna start grinding our stuff again. Yeah, yeah we gotta yeah, get yeah. back on it. I was, I was yeah. really about to say. I mean, that's how I definitely want to end the episode on, like, yeah, yeah, dude. I mean, I've been horrible just because I've been so wrapped up in these last couple projects, and I can't say it's gonna lighten up just a couple weeks. But uh, once it does, I'll definitely be back to writing more episodes and doing a research. I was going to say, but I got more time now so I can start organizing our stuff. There's a few more guests, a few new guests to bring on and a few recur uh, previous guests that I want to bring back because we have episodes um, written up for them and just waiting to send the text and get it done. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, and part of the problem, too, is sometimes it's <clears throat> like behind the scenes. It's just getting schedules. I mean... I'm two hours ahead of Eddie. 
you know, he works. I have certain times I have to meet with like my teachers or my group project or do stuff just at home with my family. And then on top of that, trying to bring guests in and then what topics, you know, do we want to talk about? Yeah, I think we've been not stuck. But we've wanted to do our proper due diligence in explaining the past to give presence to the future and current topics. You know, I think without context, a lot of these issues don't don't have the full weight that they should. So yeah. I'm super excited, Bums. I we really do have some good episodes coming up for you guys, especially we've really been wanting to talk about like stuff going on today type stuff. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. I think the only other thing I'll just oh uh so update for Daniel. Uh he quit his job and is now in Japan. Our boy's yep. in there. He's going to be there pretty much all November. Um, he's having a great time. Whenever he gets back, we're going to – we've already talked to him about it, try to do an anniversary episode, basically just kind of look back on everything we've accomplished so far, what what we may have missed out on, what we want to do, and stuff like that. It's similar to this episode, but it should have all three of us. Um, yeah. And kind of get a look at what's coming up and stuff like that. Um, but happy for him he's he's out there i already told him if he sees any fire emblem games uh text me to see if i want to buy it and he'll bring it back um but yeah i know he's been out there and kind of living his dream honestly he's getting that much closer to trying to live out there yeah shout out to the bums man i don't know if you guys remember we put that poll out should Daniel quit his job and go to tokyo for a month and we hit a hundred percent yes. Actually, we hit ninety nine percent yes. I don't know who that one person said no. Oh my god, I don't remember that. But yeah, <laughs> holy shit, yeah. Yeah, oh, dude, that was crazy. Yeah, David You're was right. like, I don't know what to do with my life, and I was like, Oh, let's just put a poll on the podcast. He fucking did it. Did it, man. He so, did it. Out to the it only took like a year or two years now, but he did it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the next time we have to make a big uh, life decision between Eddie going to University of Alabama or Georgia to be the next head football coach. We'll just put that on the podcast. Yeah. Wherever you want him to go. <laughs> uh, don't worry, guys. We're, we're working on uh, – yeah. Hopefully we can get some more guests in here. Um, again, bums, because everyone to come on, we're more than happy to talk to you. Uh, yeah, I think we should have tried to have a long conversation with that fitness lady, Eddie, to get her to come talk. You remember, you remember that fitness lady DM'd us oh, like a oh, year ago? Oh, yeah, bro. Yeah, she was yeah. like, oh, I'd love to – like, she thought okay and all fairness she thought we were athletes and that we were coaches yeah, I which know. is why she reached out to us and i'm like uh this is a podcast and about, i mean i coach well like uh, yeah I'm so a, I remember i'm a i'm your assistant to the a junior varsity <laughs> <laughs> i'm the i'm eddie's uh, assistant yeah, we've got football. some interesting dms to say the least um yeah. and then you always get the body comments so if you guys ever see like, oh, post is here or whatever like that, it's, yeah, it's, don't worry about it. Um, but yeah, okay. no, seriously, I mean, John hit us up and said, hey, I want to talk about mid-college football, mid-year look at playoffs. And we said, say less. So, yeah. I think that's all I got, though. So. All right. Well, hey, bums. Thank you guys for sticking through with us. And we really appreciate you guys so much. You know, doing this podcast has been a blast. We love being here. We love doing it with you guys. Um, hopefully, we will get Daniel back into the swing of things. I know he misses you guys, too. He just doesn't like to say it because he likes to act hard. Uh, with that being said, please check us out on Instagram, T-H-E-B-U underscore M-S. Check out our website, www.strugglingbums.com. 
Bones, we love you guys. Have a great weekend, day, whatever, wherever you are, whenever you're listening to this. Have a great time regardless. We'll see you bums later.